Chapter 40. My relief turned into misery when I remembered that the gods also wanted Akucha's head. Since I was, well, paralyzed, I wasn't exactly in a position to do myself, to do the deed myself, and we all know what that meant. I was headed to Soldier of Death boot camp. To be honest, I don't even know why I have to write this next part, since you gods already know what happened. Whatever. Apooch gripped me harder and began to chuckle. Ma'alob akab. Buenos noches, old friends. The council is all back together. How chummy. So good to see you, and Ishkakao, you're looking well these days. Don't look a day over 2,000. Straight, dark bangs framed the eyes belonging to the goddess of chocolate, who actually didn't look a day over, like, 30. She was small and willowy, and she walked more gracefully than the others. This fact was made even more obvious by her brown catwoman-like bodysuit. Her bronze skin glistened as she narrowed her eyes and smiled. And you're smelling as foul as ever, Alpooch. The burly dude looked me over, then said to Apooch, well, and we end this tonight. Oh, you mean send me back to my prison, Nakon? Apooch said, faking a shudder. So the burly motorcycle dude was the god of war? Kind of a cliche, if you ask me. Mott shook his head. The plan is to kill you, actually. And at about this time, the Spark Strikers army retreated into the jungle and Ishtab was released from the bolt's power. She shook her head, looked around, and adjusted her cape. Someone is going to pay for that, she said through gritted teeth. My eyes roved the trees where I spotted Jazz and Hondo holed up not 20 yards away. Were Brooks and Quinn okay? Rosie and the other hounds stood behind Ishtab, but Rosie kept looking in my direction. Had she remembered me yet? Apooch grunted. Did you all think I'd come here to your little playground unprepared? That I'd just walk into your clumsy trap? Is that what this was? A trap with me as the bait? I searched the remaining two gods' faces, wondering if one of them was Huracan. I didn't even know what his human form looked like. The guy was half my size with spiky this guy half my size with spiky bleached hair, khakis, and a starched blue button-down shirt was definitely not mom's type. That left the one on the far end, the one who wouldn't take his eyes off me. He had dark, disheveled hair, looked like he hadn't shaved in three days, and was so stiff he could have made he could have been made of stone. He wore a dark t-shirt, dark pants, and a leather band on each wrist. Let the boy fight him, he said coldly. Yeah, so that pretty much stole my breath. Nice to see you too, Dad. Khaki dude ran a hand through his hair and said, Why would we let a mere boy fight our greatest enemy? Let's end this, Huracan. Isn't that why you said we had to come here, back to this place? Ishkakao said, throwing her hands on her hips. Mott and Dad exchanged a glance. What were they up to? He's not a mere boy, Mott said. With a twisted smile, Ishtab stepped forward. He's, Huracan glanced, or silenced her with a glare. He came closer, still staring at me. He is the prophesied one. He released a pooch. A hush fell over the jungle. Ishkakao, burly dude, and khaki guy, who I guessed was alone, god of the sky, gasped. Those were lies, Ishkakao said. Told by, she stopped herself. Nakon popped his knuckles. Yeah, well, that would make him a god, and that's not possible, unless his face turned red, and then, and I thought smoke might come out of his ears. Which idiot god broke the sacred oath, he roared. 
The silence was so loud my ears started to ring. A brief mo movement in the trees caught my attention, and I saw Jazz muscling Hondo, covering his mouth and pinning him in place. No, Hondo, I thought. This isn't a fight you can win. Jazz was right to lock him down. Oh, Apooch said, this is getting good. Do tell us, Hurricane, who broke the sacred oath? Hurricane lifted his chin and clenched his jaw. Zenobispo is my son, the son of wind, storms, and fire. He has the blood of a creator and a destroyer, and I claim him as my own. My heart skipped so hard I forgot about Puke's nails digging into me. I forgot about the quest, about becoming a soldier of death. I was the son of wind, storms, and fire. Holy smokes, that sounded so tough. Huracan's voice found me. By claiming you here in the old world before the council, I give you full powers. Full powers? Wait, is that what Mott meant? I said you would control fire eventually. Today is that day. But why wait? Why now? You needed to be on sacred ground, and I had to claim you in front of the council. It's the only way for you to defeat Apooch. Do you accept these powers? Is that a trick question? Zane. Okay, okay, yes. What happened next is hard to explain. Even to imagine, for humans at least. Maybe for you gods too. Heat exploded inside of me and raced like lava through my muscles, down my nerves and into my bones. The horrible pain made me want to scream, to fall to the floor and curl into a ball. But I was still paralyzed by Apooch's grip, so no one could see that torment. Ishtop shifted her cape back and forth impatiently. <sighs> Excuse me. Then she shrieked, nothing happened. Apooch laughed and said to Huracan, I didn't think you had it in you, old friend. Didn't think you'd give up your own freedom for a worthless human. And it was all for nothing. Look, the boy didn't change. He has no dominant power. Maybe your blood isn't so potent. Huracan narrowed his glare. He tried to come closer, but he couldn't before red snakes curled around his ankles and wrists and formed chains shackling him. With a sigh, Mott shook his head and said to him, You know the consequences. Hurricane didn't even flinch. You are to be sentenced by old world laws, Mott said to Hurricane. I could tell by the look on Mott's face that his heart wasn't in his words. He was going through the motions because he had to, but why not stand up to the other gods? Was he trying to protect Pacific? Alone said, What about the boy? The law is the law. He has to die. Ishtakao nodded in agreement, as did Nakon. If he's going to die anyway, Ishtab said, then let's use him. If he, Let's see if he can defeat Apooch. No sense in all of us getting our hands dirty if we don't have to. Huracan said coolly, let him fight. Good idea, Apooch agreed. He wins and you can all go home. I win and we prepare for war. Then, with a shrug, he added, What beautiful irony, Huracan. A war with your son fighting at my side. Huracan's eyes changed from gold to black as he searched my face. You know what to do. No, I don't. I don't know what to do. And in any case, and in case you haven't noticed, I'm sort of paralyzed right now. Find the source. No more words were spoken. Instead, there was an image. Had Huracan put it in my mind or had I conjured it up? I couldn't move, couldn't fight, couldn't do anything, but I had the jade. I understood what I had to do. As Puke's grip tightened around my neck, I heard a low growl behind us. When a pooch turned, Rosie released a mouthful of fire. I drew it to me as I envisioned the empty. <laughs>